Food Heals Nation, what have you been doing lately when it comes to truly caring for your skin? Have you tried any of the light therapy facials or the LED masks? I've shared on this show how I use lasers to completely remove my brown spots in the past, and I love anything that can help me with wrinkles or blemishes or redness or scars. I find a lot of great products on YouTube that I test out, and I've just discovered a new brand. It's called Lima, and when you see the before and afters on YouTube, you're going to be a convert too. They are changing the way that you care for your skin on actually a profoundly scientific level. This is the Lima Laser. It's the world's most powerful clinic-grade cosmetic laser device and the only laser FDA cleared for at-home use. Why this is important is because I was spending, I'm not going to tell you how much, way too much money years ago when I was getting rid of those brown spots when I was really healing my skin. And now... This same type of technology is available at home, and I'm here for it. I am so excited. So this is a near-infrared laser light that penetrates deep into the dermis, simultaneously working on your fat, muscle, and bone to give you like a non-surgical facelift. It transforms your skin. It helps skin issues like wrinkles, sagging, blemishes, pigmentation, redness, breakouts, and scars. And it does this with zero damage, zero pain, and zero downtime. And I remember the lasers that I used to do, they did have some downtime, so this is great. Make sure to check out some of the before and after photos on the website so you can see what I'm talking about. They have YouTube videos too. But the reason it's groundbreaking is it uses that near-infrared low-level light technology, which is completely cold and painless, and it's 100 times more powerful than an LED. And the craziest part is you can even use it with a full face of makeup. So check it out for yourself. Visit lima.life. L is for live. Y is for younger. M is for masterful. A is for approved, and learn more about the Lima Laser. If you're interested in trying one today, you can sign up for their newsletter. Tell them that Food Heals sent you, and please let me know if you order one. I want to hear about your results. Again, it's lima.life, L-Y-M-A dot life. Y'all, oh my God, Food Heals Nation, I just got the softest sheets and pajama set from Cozy Earth, and I had to go and get you a discount code too, so that you could experience the coziness as well. You can visit CozyEarth.com, use the promo code FOODHEALS, and you'll get an exclusive 35% off. So Cozy Earth, it's like your one-stop shop for what they call the luxury she deserves. So listen up, guys because this could make a great gift for that special someone, your girlfriend, your wife, the mother in your life. And don't forget, Mother's Day will be here before we know it. So get a gift for the mom or moms. Here's a nice little gift you could ask for. Anyways, let's start with the sheets to transform your sleep. The coolest thing about Cozy Earth Bedding is that it is temperature regulating. So you stay cool, which is so important when you're sleeping. Plus they are just so soft. It feels like I'm sleeping on a cloud. Plus I love the cozy earth quality and longevity promise. All products come with a 100 night sleep trial and a 10 year warranty. So incorporating cozy earth products into your self-care routine can enhance your sleep quality and just overall wellness. So Again, this is the luxury you deserve. You can treat yourself to the ultimate in comfort and indulgence with Cozy Earth bedding and sleepwear and prioritize your self-care and sleep health. 
And while you're at it, don't forget to check out the Bamboo Pajama Set. It was awarded Oprah's Favorite Things in 2019, so you know it's good. I love the softness and breathability of the fabric, and it has these really great side pockets. And don't forget that by supporting our sponsors, you support this show. Head over to CozyEarth.com, use the promo code FOODHEALS for an exclusive 35% off, and go get your mom the luxury she deserves on Mother's Day at CozyEarth.com with promo code FOODHEALS. You're listening to the Food Heals Podcast. Warning, side effects of this podcast may include increased health and vitality, thoughts of living longer, developing a more positive outlook on life, an increase in sexual activity, feelings of joy, cravings for kale and quinoa, and a spike in Tinder matches. In rare cases, people have experienced a strong desire to put down the Ben and Jerry's, get off the couch, and take a walk outside. If you experience any of these symptoms, tell your Facebook friends immediately. All right. Welcome, Food Heals Nation. Thanks for joining me. I'm Allison Melody. She is a recovering big law attorney who helps wellness and lifestyle entrepreneurs establish legal foundations for their business. And she just launched the brand new show, The Kick-Ash Life Podcast. Please welcome Ashley Fillington back to the show. Hey, girl. Hey. And she is the CEO and founder of the Women's Meditation Network with now 13 podcasts to help you get more calm, better sleep, less anxiety, and more happiness. And she's currently on track to reach 100 million downloads by May. Please welcome Katie Kremitzos back to the show. Hello. This is going to be so fun. So Ashley, you just recently launched a brand new show. So what will people hear about when they tune in to the Kick-Ash Life podcast? Yeah, the Kick-Ash Life podcast is all about building and creating a Kick-Ash Life by somebody who does not have it all figured out. I do not have it all figured out. And so we'll alternate between interviews with folks that I just find amazing and creative and fascinating and building their own beautiful lives and then just thoughts from me on what the heck, you know, just some thoughts. Thoughts from the trike. Thoughts from the trike. And um, if you're curious what in the world that's about, go listen to the first couple of segments and you'll understand a little bit better. Yes. Well, it's definitely my new favorite show. So Food Heals Nation, go tune in. Katie, you're about to reach a huge milestone. We're all headed to Tampa in May to celebrate with you. Tell us how it feels to be reaching 100 million downloads on your show, on your network (laughs) of shows. Yeah. Uh, It feels very surreal, um, but also... uh, I as the party itself and sort of the celebration itself is getting underway and becoming real, um, I am being forced to stop and actually honor it. I don't tend to do that very well. I tend to just always be in motion forward, like, let's go, let's go. Um, what more can I do? Like, okay, yeah, whatever, that milestone, okay, whatever. So like this is actually forcing me to slow down and really sit in deep appreciation about like, wow, like this is all here. I I and my team have done this. There are so many people who have had their hands as a part uh, in this accomplishment um, and milestone. So it's really cool. So I'm really, um, I'm really grateful. That's how I feel. I'm really grateful too. It's so exciting that we're all going to head down to Tampa and celebrate with you. And it just shows you what is possible when you take a passion and you want to turn it into something really, really big that changes the world. And I'm so excited for you and excited to be a part of it. Thank you. I'm excited to see you girls there. (laughs) What a huge milestone. And how hard is it for us to actually sit in a moment and celebrate it? 
you know. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're always striving for the next big thing. Like, okay, we accomplished that. What's next? Instead of going, wait, we accomplished this. Wait, we did that thing we set out to do. Without taking a moment for it, we just go to the next. And so it's really good that you you guys are celebrating that. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. You know, you always see like your own mess. And so like, you know, people can see like, oh, it's so, this is so pretty. And all I'm looking at is like, oh, there's so much to clean up. There's so much work that needs to be done to get, to continue moving towards like the bigger vision. Right. So yeah, yeah, it's, um, it's a, it's a forced and, and I'm happy that it's happening. This force, like, no, let me just sit and be present with this pretty awesome thing. That's, yes. that's millions of lives. Like that's a really big deal. Yeah. Yeah. It's a really I big love deal. That. All right. Food Heals Nation. Well, if you haven't already started listening to these ladies, amazing podcasts, go download them, add them to your Spotify playlist right now. All right. Let's get into some health headlines. The Food Heals Podcast starts now. Okay, this is one of my favorite stories that I'm obsessed with, and I want to hear your thoughts. So you guys know our girl Gwyneth Paltrow was making some major headlines recently for two things. First, it was her appearance on Dr. Will Cole's podcast. Then it was like a week later for her appearance in court that those memes like totally broke the internet. So I would love to hear what you guys think. So first, what I'll do is I'll play the clip about what was so controversial, which was Gwyneth's wellness routine. let me see what you guys think. What's your wellness routine look like now? I eat dinner early in the evening. I do a nice intermittent fast. I usually eat something about 12. Mm -hmm. Um, And in the morning, I'll have some things that won't spike my blood sugar, right? So I I have coffee, but I really like soup for lunch. Um, I have bone broth for lunch a lot of the days. Try to do one hour of movement. So I'll either take a walk or I'll do Pilates or I'll do my Tracy Anderson. And then I get in the sauna. I dry brush and I get in the sauna. So I do my infrared sauna for 30 minutes. And then for dinner, I try to eat, you know, according to paleo. So lots of vegetables. It's really important for me to support my detox. Okay. So that is the clip that's breaking the internet. People are saying she's sharing unhealthy lifestyle, unhealthy bodies, all these things. And I listened to the whole podcast and I quite enjoyed it. Now I am, you guys know I'm plant-based. We're all plant-based actually. And um, so I wouldn't do the bone broth and I don't follow the paleo, but I was like, sounds pretty good to me. This broke the internet. What is the controversy? What are your thoughts? Oh my gosh. I I wanted to roll my eyes at it because I'm like, seriously, people, come on. Like keep your keep your eyes on your own shit. Like get get off of everyone else's stuff. Quit judging. You know, I I tend to have be very opinionated about um what I'm gonna roundly say is like diet culture, body stuff. Like I, I just think everyone needs to concentrate on their own and leave everyone else alone. Yeah. Um. So that's a big thing for me where I'm just like, what, what do you who are you that you have anything to say about this and, um. And I personally think, like, I'm a big believer, like, let everyone do them. Like, if that's what works for her, great. If this is what works for me, great. So, you know, her, she has a statement coming back, kind of responding to that of like, wait a minute, let me paint the bigger picture here for you. Like, I suffer from long COVID. Like, I have to do a lot to support sort of this detoxing my body and making sure like I'm, you know, not doing a lot of inflammatory things in my body. So like there's a purpose and a reason behind this. So I think the the all of the stuff that came at her and all the judgment was so um it it was so shallow 
and yeah. just like judging on face value. And um, yeah, I just didn't, I was like, what a, what a waste of energy, people, really. <laughs> I know. This is what we're going to say about somebody who like knows, her, here's what I see. She knows her body very well. She, uh, I mean, she got, she got thrashed for like being so stringent about this routine. Right. And I'm like, no, that's a woman who knows her body, knows what it needs and does everything she can to support it. So back off. Like there's nothing to judge here. If you agree with what food she eats or doesn't eat or how much or how little, like you don't know, get away. Yeah. Cue Taylor Swift's. You need to calm down. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I had a similar reaction. I thought, what's the big deal here? I mean, okay. Real truth. There are a lot of days I don't eat until noon. I don't call it intermittent fasting. I don't fast. Life just, sometimes I'm not hungry. And sometimes all I want is a cold brew coffee in the morning. And I'm not going to force food down when I'm not hungry. I understand my body and what it wants day in and day out. It could vary. And she's, look, y'all, she's having a conversation with her doctor. Her doctor. yeah, of course she's going and she's going to tick the boxes of what he told her to do, right? She's going to repeat that back to him who hasn't done that with sitting with their doctor. But I guarantee <laughs> you she eats more than bone broth for lunch because she is a busy woman. She is a business savvy woman. She's on the go. She's going to nourish her body in order to meet her other goals in life. Um and you know, another thing I've seen her say in context is some days bourbon and french fries is a whole meal. Yeah. Right? <laughs> I love that. Had respect for that. It is for me too some days. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so don't take her comments in isolation. Another thing I thought was um really interesting is you know there are a lot of days if I have a bunch of veggies and beans for dinner, which would essentially be paleo in the plant-based world. Plant-based paleo. <laughs> it is. Okay. It is. There are days I can't finish that whole plate. But if you've never experimented with eating that way, you don't necessarily have any context for how filling that can be. You're not starving yourself. You're just filling yourself with things that are nourishing and your body just fills up really quickly on that stuff. So to Katie's point, learn how your body works and don't knock it till you try it. Anti-inflammatory is a real thing. And instead of judging, get curious about what that means and how it might be modified to fit your own life and your own lifestyle and your own body's needs. Get curious. I'm about to get them on a soapbox. (laughs) I love that. Get curious instead of judging, right? I love that. Yeah. That's why I invited you guys on because I want these perspectives and I want your soapboxes. And I know for me, I think what it did for me was like shine a light on the way that the rest of the society thinks when I think because I've been in it for so long that everybody knows. Like, I think most people don't eat fast food. No, most people do. Like, right? So I'm living in this bubble of health and wellness where I think everyone knows now, like we need to eat health and we need to support our body's detox because we are bombarded by toxins on a daily basis, environmental things in our food, air pollution, all of these things outside of our control. Our ground is polluted. Our vegetables don't have the nutrients that they used to, right? That's why I supplement. That's why I take supplements. So for me, I was like, I don't understand why someone's, everyone's so upset, but it's because I was listening to this other podcast, an entertainment podcast, and they were roasting her and making fun of her and just saying like, what does she constantly need to detox for? And it's exactly to your point, 
it was taken out of context, these little clips, not no one saying like, well, she had long COVID and this was what her doctor recommended. And that's actually a great thing to support your body by giving it exactly what it needs. So I'm like, go Gwenna, thank you. And the other problem is, here's the thing. Tell me what you think about this. Because she is a beautiful, successful, luxurious actress, it's almost making this type of lifestyle. And when I say this, I mean people who care about their health and detox. I'm not saying paleo or vegan or whatever, just like the type of lifestyle where you're very conscious of your health seem super like unattainable, super waspy, you know, and that's like almost the problem with Gwyneth. And I love Gwyneth. So I'm saying this with love. So it's like, we need more people like, like, not like her to come out with this diet because otherwise it's almost creating this unattainability in the media that doesn't get it the way we do. What do you guys think about that? Do you hear what I'm saying? I have I have something serious to say about this. Okay. If you look at the history of her business, the entire reason that Gwyneth started Goop, which is now a very successful company. It started as a newsletter in her kitchen because she mm-hmm. understood that she had the resources to research anti-inflammatory diets and supplements and all of these other things that other folks might not have. She had access to doctors that other folks might not have. And she started the whole newsletter and later business based on the platform of making information accessible, information that was accessible to her, now accessible to the rest of us in the world. Now, can everybody go out and have an IV like she has in this interview? Not necessarily, but I'm an I'm a like an average gal and I will spend money on an IV treatment once a month before I will my nails. Okay. Do I love to have my nails done? Yes. But I will prioritize having an IV done because I know how it makes me feel. All right. That's not So she had like a Myers cocktail, right? During the interview. Yeah, she did. And (laughs) congrats to that. Be curious about the actual price of it and whether it is in your budget and what are you spending in your budget instead of that? I mean, again, back off and just be curious about something that might actually work for your body and be within your means. I think too that to go back to your point, Allison, that it's this stuff for the three of us, I think we're 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 relatively far down this path of learning about food and our bodies and inflammation and you know nutrients and all this sort of stuff. And and I feel like like go when I first kind of actually went in for my very first IV treatment. It was right right when I got COVID. And I remember I only did it because like there were a couple other people who I'd heard of who went and got, you know, NAD plus back then and it worked for COVID. And I was like, I, I've never really even heard of this stuff. I think I had some consciousness of it, but I never really knew how or why it existed. And not too much research showed me like, oh, this makes perfect sense. <laughs> so, you know, I'm fairly aware, if you will, of this stuff. And it's it, IV seemed very weird to me or unreal, if you will. So I can totally see somebody who is not necessarily on this path of, you know, optimal health awareness um, and unfortunately, in that uncovering a lot of what we think is normal is actually not okay. 
I can totally see why so many people are sitting, you know, watching her hooked up to an IV going, what in the actual hell is this? Like, oh my God, this is like vampire stuff, right? Like, but, but when you know, when you discover, then you're like, oh, okay. Yeah, of course. Of course. She, it said something, it made a big deal about her being in, uh, doing an IV. And I was like, yeah, of course. I mean, of course you do. Of right? course she did. <laughs> it's so on brand. I, I'm obsessed. And I think I need to up level now my show because <laughs> going on a podcast while doing a vitamin IV is such a baller move. And <laughs> next time I see you guys, I better have one, you know? Such a baller move because you know, they take an hour, about an hour. Yeah. So why not multitask? <laughs> if you, I mean, if you're an efficient businesswoman, then it only makes sense to combine those two right. things. But yeah, and you're right, Katie. Like ten years ago, the me sitting here ten years ago would have been mind blown. And and we don't learn it all at once, right? You, we just start peeling it back layer by layer and. What does this feel like in my body? And what does that feel like in my body? And oh, that worked or that didn't. You know, it just is a process. I feel I feel like the bigger question here, the bigger awareness here is what's happening and who are what's happening in the world of the people who are spewing the judgment and yeah. hate. And and there I believe is ultimately ignorance about what I'm going to generally call optimal health, real optimal health, um, and a real attachment to the way things are. And that's okay, right? Like, but you got to ask yourself, like, is there something to this? Like, there was a, they had this big, uh, if I'm remember, remembering kind of how I read it, it, there was this big connection to just this judgment of her kind of being in diet culture and she's barely eating anything, and i.e. starving herself. Like, there was sort of that you know, in, uh, inferred in the, in the conversation. And I'm like, first of all, why do you care? (laughs) But second of all, you know, like if you knew your own body, I think anyone who really knows their own body can look at that. And, and on the small chance that you would have a judgment, you would know that that's hers. This is mine, whatever. Mm -hmm. So I think that's the larger play here is like, we're living in a world where a lot of people are not deeply connected to body, to their own body, and therefore things that that you know um, challenge what their norm is really is exciting and it's you know it's triggering. Yeah, and I think you add to that. Like I only started learning about these things because I went down the podcast rabbit hole. Right, um, it was not necessarily mainstream when I started being curious about these things. And I think the information is much more accessible now, but we're also sort of on the other hand, on balance, you know, there are um, health guidelines that our government puts out and that the big food industry shapes um, the way that our government speaks about it because of the lobby. And, you know, it's, it, it's a political game as well. Um, so it's an uphill battle to get some of this information unfiltered um, with the layer of, oh, well, that's just crazy. Yeah. Who else wants a free, fresh bottle of olive oil shipped straight to their door? Let me back up. The first time I went to Italy, I finally tasted real olive oil for the first time. It's not that I had never had olive oil before, of course, in the States, but the difference was I was having olive oil made fresh from olives that were growing on the property in Ravello 
off the Amalfi Coast. It was an experience I will never forget. And I ended up shipping like six bottles of it home because I couldn't bear to go back to store-bought processed olive oil. Well, the same thing happened to TJ Robinson. He's also known as the olive oil hunter. He learned that olive oil packs the most flavor and the healthiest nutrients when it's fresh from the farm. And that's the problem with your typical like supermarket olive oil. The olive oil is not fresh. They can sit on the shelf for months, years, growing stale. And that's why I'm so excited that I now get my olive oil direct from small award-winning farms. Thanks to TJ, who I just did an olive oil tasting with, which was so fun. I absolutely fell in love with their vibrant, fresh, grassy flavors. They're totally delicious. They're great on veggies, pasta, salad, you name it. And TJ has his fresh-pressed Olive Oil Club and Food Heals Nation, he will send you a full-size bottle worth $39 of one of the world's finest, most artisanal olive oils, fresh from the latest harvest, but he's only going to charge you $1 to help cover shipping. There's no commitment to buy anything now or ever. It's his gift to Food Heals Nation. So you can get your free $39 bottle for just $1 shipping. Taste the difference. Taste the freshness. You can go to Get Fresh. 323.com. That's getfresh323.com. You'll get your free bottle and you'll pay $1 for shipping. Getfresh323.com. Absolutely. Really good points, ladies. Okay. So then what happened next, which is, I mean, this gave me comedy life for days watching this trial that I think in the eyes of the people who are judging her, completely redeemed her in their eyes because this trial was so epic. So let me play a couple of clips. And he has deterred you from enjoying the rest of what was a very expensive vacation. Well, I lost half a day of skiing. Uh-huh. Yes. <laughs> I never laughed so hard when I started seeing these clips coming out, you guys. I mean, if this isn't the waspiest trial I've ever seen in my life. So essentially, Gwyneth is being sued for skiing into somebody. And she was saying, no, he skied into me. And she's like, well, what, you know, what's the problem? Well, I lost half a day of very expensive skiing. And I mean, I, I died. This trial is so good. And the questions and the back and forth between her and her lawyer, Ashley, I would love to hear your thoughts on these. Why is she asking these hilarious questions? It's like a comedy routine. It <laughs> is. A it's like a Saturday Night routine. Live. There will be a Saturday Night Live skit out of this, right? <laughs> a thousand. I can't believe there hasn't been. I was in tears. I mean, so watching this just as a fan – as an attorney, as just a general public spectator, I think let, let's take um, the funny comments first, and then I would love to hear Katie's perspective. And I've got some legal thoughts too. But I, I think Gwyneth clearly thought that this was a frivolous lawsuit, and, and we'll talk about that. But um, I think she was being cheeky when she said, "I lost half a day of skiing." She, being she cheeky, was. Right. But I think folks took it literally. Some folks did. But really, she's just trying to handle this ridiculousness with a level of grace, but a sense of humor um, and and to probably tamp down some of her frustration about something this frivolous taking her away from running a business or being with her family. And so, you know, it, 
it was entertaining. And you asked me about the questions that the lawyers were asking. Let me roll the clip. Yeah. And then you can give us some context as to why these questions were asked. This also gave me life. But I want to know from the legal perspective, what is going on here? You were wearing goggles, a helmet. Yes. Okay, kind of looked like everybody else on the slope. That's always my intention. Okay. Probably had a better ski outfit, though, I bet. I still have the same one. <laughs> what is going on? how tall you are? I'm just under 5'10". Okay. I am so jealous. I think I'm shrinking, though. You and me both. I have to wear four-inch heels just to make it to 5'5". Five five. So they're her, very nice. What, oh, thank you. what are they talking about? You're not trained in accident reconstruction. Me? Yeah. No. Neither am I. I was yelling at him. Pretty loud. Pretty forceful. I was pretty upset. Right? You're yeah. small but mighty. Like, this lawyer is in love with her, right? Small. And I'm Completely. assuming... Katie's shaking her head. You're under oath here. <laughs> that you're a good tipper. Yes. Okay. Fantastic. I wouldn't expect anything less. <laughs> and you're bringing this claim for one dollar. I am. And I asked you as well, well, you learned about that through Taylor Swift because she asked for $1 in symbolic damages, right? And I think I said at that point I had not been familiar with it, but I since am. Now you are. Yes. But at the time, a couple of years ago in 2020, you didn't know anything about Taylor Swift's $1 symbolic damage lawsuit? Just relevance, Your Honor. Uh. <laughs> are you good I... friends with Taylor Swift? No. Relevance? Overruled? You're not good friends with Taylor Swift. I would not say we're good friends. We are friendly. I take my kids. I've taken my kids to one of her concerts before, but we don't talk very often. You've never given Miss Swift personal, um, intimate gifts for Christmas. <laughs> Uh, relevance or a like relevance bench trial? Well, she's just said that she wasn't friends with her, so. I'm inquiring on that. Ask her about Oprah. I mean. <laughs> Anyways, Ashley, give us some context into this hilariousness. She was asking her about Taylor Swift. Are they best friends? Like, what is going on? Well, the Taylor Swift one was the $1 in damages theory. Okay. In other words, I don't need the money, but to make the point, I'm going to ask for damages in the amount of $1 and allow the jury, who probably doesn't want to award me any more money, an option of saying I'm right. Some of these other questions, taken out of context, it's hard to say. I mean, those are small clips. You, you haven't heard the, the whole series of questions leading up to it. Some of it may have to do with trying to set the stage for the accident reconstruction. There are certain facts they may need to get in the record in order for an expert to testify. But the fangirl stuff that's going on with the attorney, she's totally fangirling her, but also she is trying to... She's taking on Gwyneth Paltrow, which the jury at this point probably loves. So the attorney who's asking the questions can't go in all bulldog. She's got to soft pedal it. Otherwise, she's going to lose the jury altogether. So she's not only trying to impress Gwyneth, she's trying to make friends with the jury. I don't know that it worked, but that's what <laughs> I think happened. it worked. It would have worked on me. I was like, I love this. I love this whole thing. This is the best trial I've ever seen. Katie, talk there to her. There, there was like a moment where you're, I'm like, she's totally in love with Gwyneth Paltrow because that's, right? like, that's how you sort of act around a celebrity that you don't know what to say is you're trying to 
you know, like, oh, me too. Oh, yeah. Like you kind of downplay yourself and make them so big. And but it's done softly. So we're both together and humans and yo, oh, yeah, you know. Um, but then there's this moment of like, did they put this on? Like, are they doing this on purpose? <laughs> did they script this? Because right? they're trying to make it feel like, um, oh, it's, you know, it's softer than this. You know, what you typically see is like hard question, brief answer hard question, brief right. answer, you know, like, are they, are they, was it done in order to give Gwyneth Paltrow, like more of a, a stage to act on, if you will, to right. endear her to the, to the, anyway, it does, it, it, it's just ridiculous. And I was like, I cannot believe probably to, to Ashley's point, I cannot believe this is actually taking up anyone's time. Exactly. <laughs> well on that, so here's the legal point I do want to make. Cause I mean, you can take the girl out of the courtroom, but you, you can't take the law out of the girl after all this time. <laughs> so I, you know, spent over 20 years representing fortune 500 companies in high profile litigation. And so I feel like one of the questions folks have to have here is why are we taking up taxpayers' time and money in the courtroom like this? Why are we, Why is this even happening? Why are we bothering? When you are a public figure with a lot of money or a large company with a lot of money, you are a target. And if you settle a frivolous lawsuit, guess what else is coming your way? A bunch mm. more frivolous lawsuits. Clearly from her testimony, Gwyneth Paltrow thought this was a frivolous lawsuit. And if she settled this and dealt with it out of court, she's only facing more of the same. And so she had to sit through this and take time away from her family and her business and her other interests to just slog through this to make the point, like, just don't. Don't do this. Um, so I thought it was a boss move. That's interesting. It's a boss move. And you know what? The biggest boss move is yet to come. So then she wins the lawsuit, right? She gets her dollar. She walks out of the courtroom. And do you know what she says to him? She leans over and she says, I wish you well. You all know what that means, right? Mm-hmm. That's, Brentwood, that's the Brentwood version of bless your heart. <laughs> Y'all know what that means, right? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Queen. I mean, yeah. Gwyneth, you win. Like, you win the internet. You win the trial. You win my heart. I was already your fan. Between the freaking having the IV on with your doctor on a podcast to that exit, I am now, I mean, that's the best movie she's ever made. I am now, <laughs> Gwyneth is my number one. I'm so obsessed. Living her best life, right? Yes. <laughs> Food Heals Nation, if you have been listening to this show for a while, you know that getting enough sleep is one of the most important things that you can do for your health. And in fact, there are studies that show that chronic sleep deprivation can have serious negative effects on our bodies and our minds. For example, lack of sleep has been linked to a higher risk of developing chronic conditions like obesity, diabetes, and heart disease. It can also impair your cognitive function making it harder to focus and think clearly. And of course, it can leave you feeling tired, ragged, groggy, and irritable. But luckily, 
there's something that you can do about it. That's where Cured Nutrition's CBN Night Capsules come in. They have been my saving grace. These capsules are made with CBN, which is a natural compound that's shown to help you relax and fall asleep more easily. Plus, as a bonus, CBN has all these other health benefits like reducing inflammation and reducing pain. So here's what I do. When I'm ready to go to bed about an hour to an hour and a half before, I'll take one to two capsules. I start with one. And if I'm extra wound up, I'll take two. You know how you are. If you're like already tired, you can start with one. If you're extra wound up, you might want to go to two. So within an hour, within an hour and a half, of your desired bedtime. And then I do my nightly routine, which of course is like my hygiene habits, like brushing my teeth, turning off all the artificial lights in my home, turning off my electronics, except my phone to play my guided meditations, or sometimes I'll just be reading a good book. That is going to basically get your brain ready for deep sleep, for deep rest, and help the supplements work better. So if you're ready to take control of your sleep and improve your overall health, head on over to curednutrition.com, use the discount code FOODHEALS, and you'll save 20% off your order at checkout. Again, it's all over at curednutrition.com. Discount code is, as always, FOODHEALS. Check out the CBN Night Capsules. I'm also loving the Serenity Gummies. You've heard me talk about those before if you want an extra kick. So check it out all over at curednutrition.com. Coupon code FOODHEALS. Save 20% off. Go get your relaxing sleep on, Food Heals Nation. And Food Heals Nation, you heard us talking about detoxing today and why it's important to kind of always be assisting your body in the detox process and not make fun of people like me or celebrities who choose to do so. But really, I think detox is just a word that is often very misunderstood because in a broader sense, it just means to abstain from unhealthy substances and let your body do its job. But in a more specific use of the word, detox, detoxing, detoxification. This is your cell's natural ability to separate and remove toxins from the body. And many popular cleanses and fasts out there achieve both forms of detoxing. When you abstain from unhealthy foods or foods that you know are full of garbage and toxins, for example, this can be called a detox. And also, if you're doing a fast, your cells are participating in autophagy, which is cleaning out the body's damaged cells, including those that are clinging to toxins. And there's another way to encourage a natural detox in your body, and that's through a chelating effect, a very particular and specific superfoods. Superfoods like moringa, chlorella, and spirulina have all been shown to miraculously bind to harmful toxins in our bodies and assist in removing them. And that's why Organic Green Juice features all three of these amazing superfoods, plus eight more in one delicious, easy-to-mix blend. So all you got to do is take a scoop of Organifi Green Juice, drop it in water, stir it, and enjoy, knowing you're supporting your body's natural detox process in less than 30 seconds a day. And I give it to Lily as well. And she licks it right up. I mix it with her food and she loves it. So I know that I'm helping my dog's health and my health every single day with Organifi Green Juice. 
So get your greens on. It's all over at OrganifiShop.com slash heals and mark your calendars for Friday, April 21st to Tuesday, April 25th for their biggest event of the year where you can save 25% off your order plus free shipping on any order over $125. So basically your discount code food heals that you already get will be increased from 20 to 25% during that time. So save 25% plus free shipping Friday 421 to Tuesday 425. Mark your calendars right now. And again, it's all over at OrganifiShop.com slash food heals. All right. Well, this is some sad news that really broke my heart. Um, so I want to hear what you guys think about this. And I want to know, like, what should we do in this situation to offer our support? So my absolute favorite cheese company is Miyoko's. I've talked about it on this show so many times. At one point, Miyoko was going to come on the show and I don't remember what happened. I've met her in person multiple times at Expo West. She's the kindest, sweetest soul in the world. Her cheese is the best cheese I've ever had in my life. And she was removed from her own company. And then she was sued by them. So I read a lot about this, and I'm not going to say that I completely understand what happened. Ashley, maybe you can shed some light on this. But I also want to know, like, if Miyoko was removed, do I now, to support her, stop buying Miyoko's cheese? But I'm in Nashville, and it's the only cheese I can find that's my favorite. So what do we do to support her? And what really happened? Ashley, do you have a little, maybe, some insight on that? I'll, I'll let you guys take on the how to support her. Um, yeah. But, okay. From the legal perspective, and I think this is a really important conversation for anyone who is founding a consciousness-based company, whether it's vegan or, or whatever that is. If you're founding a company and, and it's, its founding tenets are consciousness, know and understand that if you want to grow that company at the rate at which she did and on the scale at which she did and to reach the number of people that she's done and to make vegan or plant-based cheeses accessible, there is a trade-off. And she accepted um, private equity funding uh, in order to grow the company. Well, when you accept private equity funding, you're giving away a portion of your company. And because it's a private company, we don't know how much she gave away. But presumably, she gave away a lot of ownership and control in order to reach the goal of reaching the people she wanted to reach and the lives she wanted to touch, right? So there's this push-pull between consciousness and capitalism, mm. right? And the, when you, you may be the CEO of a company, but the company is ultimately managed by the board of directors who report not to the CEO, but to the shareholders, the people who are invested in that company. And the board of directors has what we call, bear with me, okay, a fiduciary <laughs> duty to the company. That is, they have a duty to the company to make money. Otherwise, the board of directors will be sued for failure to exercise their best business judgment. And if the board of directors decided that um, a conscious veganism and promotion of purely that as opposed to dollars was in the best interest of the company, then they were protecting themselves and trying to honor their own obligations as well. What I'm saying is probably not popular in this community, but it is um, 
the way that these companies are built on this scale. Is that useful? Yeah, no. And I remember this happened to Chef Chloe too. And I think it was a similar thing. And we're giving away a portion of our power, but at the same time, we can't grow without it. So I don't know what the answer is, but I also know my heart is broken for her because she was completely blindsided. And this was the company she built with her recipes, her blood, sweat, and tears. And then for them to accuse her of stealing her recipes back to start a competing company, I was like, they're her recipes. But now are they the owners? Are they now owned by the company and they're not hers anymore? If they were passed down from her grandmother, she made them in her kiss kitchen. That is what breaks my heart. And that's exactly what happened to Chef Chloe in New York too, if you guys remember that story a few years ago. Yeah, I think that um, like I want to know, I, I want to be a fly on the wall in yeah. those boardrooms, right? And really feel like, like really see like what, what actually went down. I mean, I can hypothesize it's, you know, she didn't want to make this move but wanted to make this move instead that might have been for slower growth, but more meaningful growth, who knows? Um, and that wasn't agreed upon. I don't know, but it had to be really big and really jarring in order for them to fire her. And and yes, Ashley, you're right in that this is the crux of of business, really. I don't believe that capitalism and and conscious kind of business, if you will, or consciousness have to be separate at all, but it is a dance. And especially when you bring people on in, who now have a say, they they obviously, we don't know how much, you know, kind of um, ownership really that she let in or capital that she got in from that, but enough to have a board who has total control over her, obviously, in her job <laughs> and can kick her out, which is a lot. She They obviously, she owns less of the company or is in less of the company than the kind of the other portion, right? Because they, they can do that. So- I don't know. It just is super sad. And it does. She was like totally in disagreement with it. And um, and I don't know what it means for how do we move forward? How do we support her? I don't know who's telling the truth here. What is really, you know, going on? I don't I don't really know. I don't really know. I I tend to believe in the larger look, this is still a vegan brand that I love, who I think does it well. There even there are a lot of vegan plant based brands who actually are not healthy and actually have a ton of crap in them. And exactly. so this is one that's not right. for the most part, like, you know, um, like, so I'm like, I really love this brand and what it's all about. So I'll continue to support it. But man, like, it just feels like this top level drama that I'm wanting to figure out, like, okay, who who really did what here and what's happening? I will, so I will say, I had Miyoko's for lunch, by the way. <laughs> so I have I it in my fridge to, right now. Right. I continue to support it. And one of the things I really do love about what she was able to do or has been able to do is because the company grew at such a rate, she earned sufficient money to start some of her own other options. Like, doesn't she have a farm and does rescue animal rescue and other things that are near and dear to her heart? So that that is an upside. And so maybe we find a way to support those other ventures of hers um, as, as a way of supporting her ultimate vision and mission and goal. I will say that, um, as you are starting these companies, this is the reason to get a lawyer involved early so that you really Mm -hmm. understand what now belongs to the company versus to you. 
these are important conversations to have early and often, not later once it's grown. Absolutely. So I have a question for you guys, as we are all wellness conscious entrepreneurs building our businesses, are there conscious VCs out there and would you take VC money for your business? That's a good question. I'm sure that there are conscious, kind of more aligned, heart-centered, if you will, VCs out there. Uh, I don't know if I would take money. I I never have. That's not true. We did, uh, in a prior business that my husband and I owned, we did have um, an investor, but that was a really special situation. It was for a relatively small amount of money. Um, for us, it was a lot, but it was like it was like a, our community friend, and he didn't want interest in the company, and it was just like we owed him a loan, kind of a thing. But um, but I don't know. I tend to be the person who just wants to keep ownership because I don't want anyone to tell me what I need to do when I'm the one who knows best. Right. So, but you're what are you sacrificing for that? Usually, you're sacrificing time. Because what the capital gives you is the is the resources to speed things up and to do things faster. And so, you know, as a conscious business owner, you need to be aware of like, what's the timing of the market? And can I, is it okay with me to spend the time building this? Um, where will the market be then? Will I have missed a wave that I could have ridden on had I you know, gotten capital and been, been able to build out a lot faster. Who knows? And I don't think that there's a right or wrong answer. I think that there's a answer that's, you know, appropriate for any individual in any given moment or season of their business. Completely agree. It depends on your goals. It's a sliding scale. Just understand the factors that you're weighing. You know, understand what it is you're getting into and what you may be giving away. Yeah. I don't know if I would, but if there are any conscious VCs listening, reach out to Food Heals and tell me more about you so I can know and I can recommend you to other people and maybe we can make some amazing conscious business partnerships. All right. So I do see on the Instagram that um, Yoko released a statement. So let's play it. Since the story broke yesterday about my removal as CEO of Miyoko's, a company that I started in 2014 and, and devoted my entire life to for the last eight and a half years or so, I, I've just received this outpouring of love and support and encouragement. And for that, I just want to express my deepest gratitude to people all over the world uh, that have reached out to me. Thank you so much. The story actually didn't start yesterday. I was removed as CEO back in June of 2022, and this has been an ongoing journey. I would say a long, dark, curvy tunnel through a mountain that I am trying to uh, navigate uh, in the dark and trying to figure out what it is I have learned from all of this. And I have learned a lot, and I will be sharing a lot of that with you Every day, I want to connect with all of you and tell you what is going on in my mind and my heart. But today, I just want to say thank you. All right. And that was from February. So um, maybe I'll reach out and see if she wants to, you know, come on the show and chat about how we can support her. Um, Well, thanks for your thoughts on that, ladies. I love her so much. I'm such a super fan of all of these people we talk about. And I do, um, I know we did a different format today to talk about some health headlines. And I know we had some more that we wanted to get to. So you ladies will just have to come back. But before we wrap up, um, I would love to hear from each of you just one more time. Where can everyone find you online, follow you? Any final thoughts um, that you want to share with Food Heals Nation today? 
And Katie, I'll start with you. Did you know, do you know what your name says on this video? I just realized. <laughs> I do. <laughs> I put of course I do. I was waiting for someone to notice. <laughs> it says Katie Hot Stuff. I love I you signed my more now. I signed myself in as Katie Hot Stuff, which is uh, ironically hilarious since I am like yucky, sweaty, post-workout, hair up in every, every way. And yeah, because that's me today, Katie Hot Stuff. Yes, are, I, I saw are, that when I logged in and I was like, I got to up my game here. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, I mean, no final thoughts other than just be kind people. My goodness. If we would spend less time judging and more, more time being curious and loving, what a difference in this world. So um, yeah, I appreciate you having me here. If you want meditations, uh, I got you covered. Womensmeditationnetwork.com. Yes, womensmeditationnetwork.com. And then you can download all the shows wherever you listen on your podcast player. I've got my different playlists. So you can make the Spotify playlist with some of your favorites. Because the thing about like on my overcast, once I listen to it, it kind of disappears. It kind of like, it's like, oh, you listen. But with meditations, you want to listen over and over again. So my personal recommendation is to make some playlists. Ashley? Well, thank you for having me. I mean, just one final thought on Miyoko's. What a beautiful statement by her. And I can't imagine how difficult that was to deliver. Um, and in all things, be gracious, right? She was gracious. I believe that Gwyneth was gracious in her response and approach to these things. And so of the two women we've discussed today, we can learn from that, right? There is a certain amount of um, grace that we approach frustrating things with and the opportunity to learn in the face of really difficult situations. Um, I think all of us sitting here can relate to that. So what a gift to be able to talk about it with friends and share it with, with the world. Um, yeah, grateful to be here. You can find me on the brand new Kick-Ash Life podcast, just getting started. So you know, bear with me, but subscribe and stay tuned. Um, it's just all joy. And I don't talk about law all the time, but I have learned a few things um, over the years, um, representing companies and dealing with humans in that space. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. Um, and also, you can also find me on Instagram at Kickash Life and at Kickash Law, where I do talk about some legal stuff. If you are an entrepreneur and need support in that area. That's what I do. Yes. And I'm so excited for your new show. I know it's been a long time coming and you have the most beautiful artwork and she has the most incredible podcast voice. So definitely go check it out. Food Heals oh. Nation. Ladies, thank you again so much for being here. Thank you, Allie. So much fun as always. The best. Thanks. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This podcast is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Side effects of this podcast may include increased health and vitality, thoughts of living longer, developing a more positive outlook on life. In rare cases, people have experienced a strong desire to actually start using their $39.99 a month gym membership. If you experience any of these symptoms, Snapchat your trainer immediately.